Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Thanks, God. Um, hallelujah. Tonight I will do a short teaching, continue about us. Ministries of the Holy Spirit, and I will give some more time for the Holy Spirit to work in your life. So we're gonna uh, teach the last lesson on the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and next time I will talk how to connect to the Holy Spirit in the next revival meeting. So let's pray, Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. We thank you so much, Lord, for your wonderful Holy Spirit. That you send into the world to help us and to do so many things that we need on earth here. We want to understand. We want to really learn how to walk with your Spirit, Father. We thank you so much in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 One thing that I learned in Christian walk is that we can have faith only the knowledge or the truth that we know. Number two, the Holy Spirit can work with us only at the level of our knowledge. For example, if you don't believe or have, don't have the knowledge that God can heal, you may not ever see healing because the Holy Spirit cannot work through you to see the healing. You need to work with Him at the level of your knowledge. That's why it's so important for the church to educate the members. That's why it's your own job, your own responsibility to study the Bible, listen to the good teaching, and increase the knowledge of God in your mind, in your spirit, so that God can work with you in a more powerful way. And He can do more things in you because your knowledge helps you to have faith, and your faith helps you to connect to God and see the manifestation of the work of God in your life. That's why I'm so, so diligent and so concerned in the area of teaching the truth to the members and to my spiritual children because I want all of them to be victorious and successful on earth here. The more you know the Bible, the better for you. Amen? In John chapter 15, verse 26, the Bible says, When the counselor, mean the Holy Spirit, comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. Me means Jesus. One of the ministry of the Holy Spirit is to help us to know the Lord Jesus. When I say no, I don't mean just no in the paper or to have a kind of theological knowledge about Jesus. But to know him personally, to have a deep knowledge and relationship and experiences with the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The Holy Spirit helped us to know Jesus in our spirit. In fact, think about it. Jesus is in heaven right now. He is at the right hand of the Father. So physically and mentally, 
and scientifically, to know Jesus is not easy because He's not around here for you to touch, for you to talk to, for you to see, for you to have ongoing talking and conversation with Him face to face in the physical realm like this physical world. So you try to know Jesus. By your own physical way is very difficult, but thank God that the Holy Spirit helps us to really know Jesus in our spirit, and it's hard to explain because this is not scientific, this is not natural thing, but it's spiritual thing. Why so many young people in America that grew up in a church backslid? When they went to school, went to college, why so many people who claim to be Christian completely walk away from God? When one day they became busy with their work, their job, their new job, their new marriage, I've seen a lot of people in the hospital, nurses and doctors who used to go to church when they were young and now have nothing to do with God. They even forget about God. I believe that one of the reason. Because these people just know about Jesus in the local church at the knowledge, head knowledge level, but they never really have that deep spiritual experience and knowing God by the Spirit of God. If you try to tell me right now that Pastor Da is not a good wife, it would be too late. I know she is a wonderful woman, godly woman, godly wife, and I'm so. Thankful to God that God put her into my life. Amen. It's too late now because I have a personal relationship and knowledge about her. It's not just only on the paper, because I walk with her for more than how many years now? Since I know Pastor Da since I was about 15 years old. So for a long time, <laughs> I first met her when I was 15. She was 14. So, with this relationship and experiences, it's hard for you to make me backslide from Pasada. I will never backslide from Pasada. The same thing with Christian life. If you want to really walk with Jesus to the end, you really need to have relationship with Him and know Him. And as a pastor, I can help you so much. As a human, I'm a human being. I can help you so much. But the one person that God the Father sent into the world to help your spirit to really know Him in your spirit and have experience of how wonderful the Son of God Jesus is and how real He is in your life is His name is the Spirit of the Living God. He came to testify about the Son of God. And how can you tell that a Christian? Or church is really filled with the Holy Spirit. Very easy. That Christian or that church will glorify the name of Jesus more than their own agenda, their own vision, their own name, their own success. They will talk about Jesus more than themselves. If a person really filled with the Holy Spirit, you can tell that that person never glorify himself or that church. Never glorify itself, but that church will glorify Jesus Christ because the Holy Spirit is moving, leading, prompting the church and the person 
to really love Jesus and know Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the one who convicts people that they need Jesus the Savior. The Holy Spirit is the one who convinces people to believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He's the Savior. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the Lamb of God. He is the Lion of Judah. The Holy Spirit is the one who convinces people to know that He is our healer and He is our provider and His wonderful counselor. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads us to know the Son of the living God. When I prepare this teaching, the Lord remind me to tell you something. The person that carry the Holy Spirit around is Christian. Not dogs, not cat, not angels, but human body, the temple of the Holy Spirit, carry the Holy Spirit around. So if you want to be a great witness for Jesus Christ, you need to really, number one, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Two, you need to know how to relate to the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Let me explain to you. Three, you need to let the Holy Spirit help you to know Jesus himself. And then you walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit all the time. Because when you walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, you carry the Holy Spirit to the non-believers. And when you talk, you talk with faith who Jesus is. And the Holy Spirit inside of you will be like a river flow out of you to convict, to convince the listener that the Jesus that you know and you experience, that you speak with confidence that He is the Son of the living God, will convict and convince that person to accept Jesus Christ. I believe that the reason so many people got saved in this past trip because I'm not a great speaker, but because the Holy Spirit was speaking, convicting people in the meeting room. If you want to be a great witness for Jesus Christ, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and cooperate and work with the Holy Spirit all the days of your life because he's the most important person to help you to witness and to testify about Jesus Christ. Not your own ability to talk, not your own wisdom how to convince people. Definitely, you need to know the Bible. That's why the Apostle Paul said that my speech and my preaching or teaching is not a persuasive words of human wisdom, but it is with the demonstration of the power and of the Spirit of God so that the hearer or listener, their faith will not depend on the wisdom of man, but on the power of God. So we need to learn how to speak with the power of the Holy Spirit. Micah chapter 3 verse 8. But as for me, I am filled, listen carefully, I am filled with power and with the Spirit of the Lord and with justice and might to declare, to speak, to announce to Jacob his transgression to Israel, his sin. What we learn from Micah chapter 3 verse 8, from the practical point of view, 
for today 21st century we are not in the old testament anymore we are in the new testament what it means i want to give you application it means that we need to learn how to be filled with the holy spirit on a regular basis we walk in the fullness of the holy spirit all the time and yield to the holy spirit all the time listen to him all the time And any time we teach, preach, or talk to somebody, talk to the non-believers, talk to the believers, maybe give the word of encouragement, maybe to give the word of correction, maybe you give the words of exhortation to your kids, to your husband, to your wife, even talk on the phone, talk to your boss, talk to your employees, employer. Every time you declare and speak something, learn. How to be connected to the Holy Spirit? Speak by the power and by the Spirit of God. I know that we all cannot do this 24 hours a day because we are not Jesus. But I want to encourage you to increase more and more every year. Maybe in the past one month or past one year, as of being a Christian, you speak by the Holy Spirit only one time a month. Maybe later on you grow up more. You speak by the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, two times a month. But I want to exhort you and encourage you: build the habit of speaking by the Spirit, twenty-four-seven. I know this sounds like impossible and seem like you are a crazy preacher, a crazy doctor. Why you say this? But that should be the way we live. Because that's how Jesus lived on earth for the last three years of his ministry. Everything he say is from the Holy Spirit. Can we set that goal in our life that we're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak and declare everything by the Spirit of the Living God? Or you say, "I don't care. I'm going to walk in my flesh. I'm going to do everything from my flesh. I'm going to talk from my mind. Everything going to be my flesh and my mind." It's your choice. God will never force you. For me, after I learned this lesson, I want to grow up and develop spirit-led life. That the Holy Spirit will lead me all the time. Learn how to die to my flesh and shut off my mind and listen to the Holy Spirit and speak under the anointing. In fact, uh, as a preacher, I. Remember many years ago, before I got touched by the fire, I noticed that I have a hard time preaching, teaching, and speaking strong words from the pulpit because I'm afraid that I will offend people or make people mad at me, or I did not have a gut to say something very strong on the pulpit. But since I learned how to do like Micah chapter three verse eight, I learned how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. And even though I speak something very strong, I don't feel that condemnation come out of me. But it's the love of God, the Holy Spirit corrected people, warned people out of love, and because I speak from the Holy Spirit with power, people can receive the message without feeling too much offended, because it's spoken by the Spirit, not by the flesh of a man. Not by the mind of the man. Be careful. If you're going to correct people, or if you're going to make any comment that may offend people, 
make sure that it's not from your flesh, because if from your flesh, the flesh gonna fight you back, and it will cause damage in your relationship. But if you speak by the Spirit, make sure that you are filled with the Holy Spirit, and you speak by the love of the Spirit, because the Holy Spirit will speak in love, not in condemnation, to build people up. Then people will respond to your. Message or to your exhortation or warning words. Amen. Amen. Everyone say, "Fill with power, fill with the Holy Spirit, fill with justice, fill with might, and I will speak." Learn that lifestyle. Amen. First Corinthians chapter twelve verse three. Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking. Talking about speaking, by the Spirit of God, say Jesus is cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Let me read another a passage of the Scripture, and I will try to explain something to you. First John chapter four, verse two, three, and six. Verses two, three, and six. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. The Bible used the word "spirit," small s, not capital S here. Mean spirit in a man, either human spirit or any type of spirit. This is the spirit of the antichrist, which you have heard is coming, and even now is already in the world. We are from God. The writer of this scripture say, "We are from God." In other words, we have the spirit of God, and whoever knows God, listen to us. But whoever is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we recognize the spirit of truth. And the spirit of falsehood. One fact that we learn from these two scripture: number one, there is real spiritual world. We are living in the physical world. You can see the chair. You can see the person around you. These are physical world. But there is also spiritual world that you don't see with your own eyes. And in the spiritual world, there are different kinds of spirit. God's spirit, the Holy Spirit on earth, the spirit of angels, the spirit of good angels, and the spirit of fallen angels, which includes Satan, and evil spirit or demons that are working on earth here. As Christians, we must know and recognize that there is spiritual world. We are not. Just living in the physical world and just pay attention to the latte and a nice food and a nice car. We need to realize and be sensitive and know that there's something more than physical world is working around us, attacking us, or protecting us, or working for us, or working against us all the time. Amen. Everyone now realize that there is a spiritual world. Evil spirit, demonic spirit, fallen angel spirit that work against us to kill, to come to kill, to steal, and to destroy, and good angelic spirit 
and the Holy Spirit who work for us and help us. Is it clear? So from now on, could you please look at everything not just with your physical eyes and go by your physical eyes. Please have the spiritual eyes to see things around you, not just your physical eyes to touch things. Depend on the Holy Spirit to discern that this is from evil spirit or the antichrist spirit or this is from God or from the Holy Spirit. Amen? I just want to train you to be sensitive and to discern and recognize the spiritual world. Number two that we learn from these two passages. There are two kinds of people in the world. John said, Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. The spirit of human being that proclaim that Jesus is the son of the living God. That spirit belongs to God. But there are people whose spirit is not born again and anti-God and anti-Jesus. And they work with the spirit of the Antichrist. They will not accept Jesus as the son of the living God, born into the world in the human flesh and become the savior of the world. So, there are two camps here. The people who love Jesus and welcome the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one who really work in their life to believe in Jesus and speak that Jesus is Lord and Savior. You have to be careful in the spiritual walk. People may even come to church. Listen carefully. Quote the Bible. Act like carry even the Bible. Walk around, quote all the Old Testament, know a lot. But they don't come with the Holy Spirit. They are religious spirit. And they come and try to deceive you with their Bible knowledge. But if you talk to them, they never talk about Jesus. They talk about themselves. They talk about how great they are. They talk about rule and regulation and and laws, and they have to do circumcision to be saved. You have to do this, to do that. They don't talk about Jesus that much. You have to be careful because not, you cannot trust everybody who comes to you and say, I'm a Christian, and try to teach you something. How do you know that that person comes with the spirit that belongs to God, with the Holy Spirit on the inside? Very simple. That person really demonstrates that he knows Jesus and accepts Jesus and Glorify Jesus and talk about Jesus all the time. Very simple. Amen? I want to warn you because the Bible says in the book of Acts that there will be wolves that come into the church. And they act like a sheep, but they are not from God. They have the wrong spirit on the inside of them. Actually, interestingly, when I go to Thailand, those that are against me the most are not non-believers. I'm not kidding. Non-believers never put in the newspaper, on TV, or anything to talk against Pastor Lau. You know who go against me the most in Thailand? People who claim themselves Christians that don't even believe in the Holy Spirit. They just run religious function in their church. But they're against the person who talk about Jesus all the time. So you have to be careful. I, I believe this truth really protects us from being led by the wrong leadership. Because when John said, we are from God, we here mean 
John is the leader of the church at that time. There will be some leader that come in, then claim to be leader, claim to be a Christian, but he is not from God. We need to differentiate these two kind of people. And how do you know? Every spirit that is from God will acknowledge that Jesus Christ has come into the flesh. He will glorify Jesus, and he will talk about Jesus all the time. You notice in 1 Corinthians 12, t h r e I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit. So, when you speak, do you know that we were created to be speaking creature? Only human being are speaking creature. Dog doesn't speak. Parrot may say a few words, but just not like human. Cow doesn't speak. Cat doesn't speak. Only human can speak. And whatever you speak, it comes from inside. And people can speak by three kind of spirit. The Bible say, no one who is speaking by. So it means that people can speak by their own spirit, their own mind, their own agenda. Or people can be speaking by evil spirit, and people can be speaking by the Holy Spirit. I met a man in Thailand. He claimed to be a Christian, and he came to me. It sounded like loving. I love you, Pastor Lau. I think you do too much ministry. You help too many people. I think you should slow down and you should try to just retire. Don't come here to preach anymore. Don't come here too often. Don't preach. You know, you you should. You already older man. You know, he called me older man now. And I look at myself. I'm old, very old now. You should relax and don't come back to Thailand too much. You know, in my mind, I look at his eyes, and I say, "This is demon speaking to you right now." This is not man. This is demon speaking to the mouth of that man. Try to tell me not to come back to Thailand. People can speak by three spirits, and you need to recognize. You need to discern. I pray that all of us that listen to this teaching, including me, from now on, we will speak everything by this Holy Spirit. And if we speak by the Holy Spirit, Jesus will be glorified. Amen. Do you know why the devil or Satan does not want the Holy Spirit to move in a church? Do you know why the devil doesn't want the preacher to teach about the Holy Spirit? I want to tell you. The Lord showed me, from my own experience, if the Holy Spirit really helped you to know Jesus. You will find out that Jesus is such a good God. You will find out He is such a powerful God. He's such a faithful person. And the more you know Him, in your spirit and by experiences, by the Holy Spirit, you know Jesus. The more you know Him, the more you love Him, and the more you want to please Him. I want to please Jesus because I love Him, because He's such a good God. I want to please my wife because I love her. I don't want her to be sad about me. 
I will do anything to please my wife because you know why I love. I know her. She's a wonderful woman. The same thing. I, I try to compare I and my wife for you to see the relationship between a man or a woman with Jesus Christ. So, if the members of the church really know Jesus and have experience of how wonderful He is, all the members will love Jesus. You don't need to force people to go to church anymore. You don't need to force people to read the Bible. And not only really that, they will sin less and less and less. And they will dare not sin anymore because they don't want Jesus to be you know, unhappy or to be grieved by their life. So actually, knowing Jesus, relationship with Jesus will really change your life totally. You will stop lying, speaking cussing words. You know why? Because the, when you love somebody, you don't want to make that person look bad. You want to keep that person good reputation. So you will watch the way you behave to keep Jesus' reputation good around you and by you, through you. Do you see why it's so important that the Holy Spirit needs to make you know Jesus, testifying about Jesus, and you love Jesus more, know Him more, deeper and deeper and deeper every year. The more you love Him, the more you know Him, the more you experience Him, the less you will sin, and the more you will say, unto you, Lord. This cup is hard for me, but not my will, but your will be done. This is how much Jesus loved the Father. Jesus loved the Father so much, and know the Father so well, that He will say, not my will. Yes, Please take this cup for me. But no. No, 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 no. Not my will, but thy will be done. Amen. When you love Jesus so much, eventually you can do even good to your enemies. Because you will say, not my will. My will is to slap on his face and kick him at the back. But because of your will, I'm going to do good to my enemies. You see... This is important key. The more you are filled with the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit work in your life, the more you will love Jesus and your life will totally change. Not by law, not legalistically, not because somebody put the law in front of you and you have to do this, you have to do this, but because of the outflowing of love and devotion to the one you know, the one you adore. The one you love, the one you say you are my master, you are my God, I love you, you are the answer of my life, I'll do anything to make you happy. And the agent that makes you come to that part of your life is the Holy Spirit. That's why many Christians, when they come to this kind of meeting, when the Holy Spirit is moving, they feel uncomfortable and they want to leave. They back off to the door and rush out. And when they heard about revival meeting, the devil would tell them, don't go, don't go, don't go. Waste of your time. Because the devil wants to keep people at the level of surface with Jesus as much as they can. Keep Christians at the surface level, in the level of the knowing Jesus Christ and committing to Jesus Christ. So that they will continue in sin and continue in bad stuff and the life of disobedience all the days of their life. 
and they get curses into their offspring to the third and fourth generations. You see my point here? Wow, this is a big deal. The Holy Spirit works in your life is a big deal because it will totally change your life. Uh, this is a little bit personal, but I heard. So many people told me that missionaries that went to Thailand from America, a lot of them backslid and committed adultery because the evil spirit of sexual immorality in Thailand is so strong. So many missionaries divorce the wife and get into relationship with another woman, and this is a true story. A lot of missionaries backslid in Thailand, and that make me concerned about myself. And my wife definitely is concerned that I go to Thailand, especially if I go by myself, without her. But many times I talk to the Lord and ask a question to my heart: Hmm, will I really do that? If a woman come and flirt with me in Thailand, lure me to commit adultery, and I ask myself, I know this is personal. But I try to let you know that how much the Holy Spirit works in me, and I ask myself, "No way, I will not do that. I will not. I cannot even have a thinking of doing that, even one bit." And there are two reasons. I'm not trying to boast that I'm a great man that I will never sin and fall into temptation, but I believe that it's hard. For the devil to do to me, because number one, I love my wife so much that I cannot make her grieve about me. I don't want her to be grieved. Two, I love Jesus so much that I don't want Jesus' reputation to be bad in Thailand. Can you imagine a preacher that preach in front of thousand people commit adultery? What can happen to all these new believers and the cheap in Thailand? They're gonna backslide. I cannot do that. I don't even touch one penny in Thailand. When they give love offering, whatever, in the bank, I never touch even one baht, because I don't want people to think that I come for money. Period. I want to live a life that glorifies Jesus Christ. The reason, not because I'm a great Christian, but because the Holy Spirit works in me so much that I know Jesus personally and I love Him so much, and I believe that you want that kind of pastor that love Jesus. And know Jesus, Amen. Romans chapter eight verses fourteen to seventeen, because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by Him, Holy Spirit, we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God, and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in His sufferings, in order that we may also share in His glory. Ephesians two eighteen says, "For through Jesus, for through Him, Jesus, we both have access to the Father by one Spirit." These two scripture talk about the Holy Spirit help us to have relationship with the Father. And help us to realize that we are not just a religious people, a religious man, a woman, 
but we have the title called a son and a daughter of God. We can call our dad or our father in heaven. You know that the, there is only religion in the world that calls their dad father. I used to be a Buddhist. I don't call Buddha dad. I just call him Buddha. I know that other religion never call their God dad. Only one faith in the world that call their God dad, daddy, papa, abba father. What else? Ba in Vietnamese. You call your father papa, daddy, abba father, because the Holy Spirit convince you that you have a new position now. That is, you are. His children. Is it wonderful that you can call your God my dad, and you can come to Him and ask Him to help you? Because our God delights in showing mercy. Amen. When we pray and ask God, God will answer the prayer. He is our Father. Amen. I see God answer our prayer all the time. It's amazing. God answer all the prayer because He is a good Father, and the Holy Spirit help us to have that faith that God is my Father, and I can cry out to Him even little little thing. Pastor Dan and I every time we went to shopping mall and Bellevue Mall, and we asked for a parking, never miss even one time. We got the parking, good parking close to the door every time. We say, Father, we need a parking. Boom, show up. Every time, God is good. He is our Father. Amen. I went to Thailand this time. Went up north. Lot of expenses. Actually, a lot of people went up there on their own money. A group of worship team got into the bus up to north part of Thailand from central part of Thailand. Eight hours or ten hours on the bus. And they pay their own money to go up there. The whole worship team went up there to help me lead worship. Eight hours in the bus, eight to ten hours, and I was so concerned that the offering would not be enough because it's a small city and up country, no money. Just the first offering cover everything, including my airplane ticket to fly up there and all the bus. Expenses, everything, the hotel, the room. The first meeting already covered and have left over two hundred thousand bahts. Because I asked my father, Father, I will not lack. We will not have to pay out of our own pocket. We're gonna cover every expense in this trip. And God put in the heart of a person in that room. I don't even know who. That person gave cash two hundred thousand bahts. That is a lot of money. And when I fly back, I got another email. Another person say, "I want to give to Pastor Lau Ministry one hundred thousand bahts." That's a lot of money in Thailand. I did not beg people. Why God is our provider? He take care of our business in Thailand. Thank God. Amen. He will bring people in to provide. He will open the door. He will give you a job if you trust him and have faith in him. All things are possible with God. Many things are impossible with men, but 
with God. Everyone say with God. My Abba Father, all things are possible. I need to say this sentence again and again because I see so many cancer patient, so many patient that have incurable disease. I need to build this faith now. All things are possible. Even the best doctor in the world say no way to treat this person, but for God, my Abba Father, all things are possible. So from now on, when you see anything that look impossible, you say, "My Abba Father, with Him, all things are possible." Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ephesians one thirteen to fourteen, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked. In Him, with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of His glory. If you know for sure that you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you believe in Jesus, you know for sure you're going to go to heaven, because the Holy Spirit is a guaranteed deposit. Or down payment before you go to heaven. Have you ever bought a home? What do you do in order to make sure that that home belongs to you? Have you ever gone to see a car and you say, "I'm gonna need that car, but I need to go back to my accountant to check the money, make sure I can pay you, or check with my wife first that she's happy." How are you gonna guarantee that that car gonna belong to you? You have to do what? Put deposit money, guarantee money that I will come back. If you don't put the money, It will be so. That's the same thing. The Holy Spirit is the deposit money, guarantee that you're going to be in heaven for sure. So if you know that you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you walk with the Spirit, you know and you know you're going to be in heaven for sure. Amen. Let me read two more scripture. First Peter one twenty two, New King James Version say, "Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit." In sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. Two things that God used to purify our life: the Word and the Holy Spirit. If you have only the Word without the Holy Spirit, you become a legalistic Christian. You will become law Christian. A lot of tradition and law, and be, you turn the Word into the tradition. A law in the church, and the church will be full of religious people. But if the Holy Spirit is moving strong in the church with the Word, the church will be healthy because people gonna know Jesus and obey the Word by the power of the Holy Spirit as a second nature, not because of the law in front of their eyes. You see why the Holy Spirit is important to the church. I want to build that kind of church. I don't want to build the legalistic church that everything law, 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 law. No Holy Spirit. Amen. Last thing, Isaiah sixty-three verse fourteen. Like cattle that go down to the plain, they were given rest by the Spirit of the Lord. Rest by the Spirit of the Lord. Last thing I want to say today. The Holy Spirit 
not only help us to know Jesus, living a holy life, help us to speak the right thing with power, to get the good outcome, to change people's life, to perform miracle by our word of speaking by the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit give us rest. Everyone say rest. rest. God knows that we cannot handle this life by our own strength. That's why a lot of people could not sleep. A lot of people have to take Prozac and Amitriptyline and sleeping pill. That's why a lot of people look exhausted, tired, and discouraged all the time. Do you know why? Because they run their own life. And even Christians in the church run their own life. One of the typical words that I heard in Thailand among churches, I am so dry. I don't know in America, but in Thailand, people always say, oh, I'm so dry. I'm so tired. Oh, the ministry is so hard. In fact, if you really walk with the Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, you will not be exhausted and discouraged and anxious and lack of sleep. You will be restful. You may not believe me. It's interesting. I lay hand on thousands of people by the Spirit. At the end, I was not tired at all. I am not boasting that I'm a great man. No, that the Holy Spirit really energized me throughout the two hours of laying on of hand. And go up on the stage and see thousands of people look at you. I should be worried. I should be nervous. But I just went up there with the Holy Spirit. And He leads me every single step. I was restful throughout the whole meeting. Restful. Because I learned how to be an eagle, to pick up my wings and jump into the wind of the Spirit and float with the wind of the Spirit. And I just rest and relax in the wind and just follow Him step by step. The same thing you do in your job, the same thing you do in surgery, in taking care of any business. Yesterday, I was in the deposition interview by three lawyers for two hours. <laughs> the lawyer that against my patient, oh, I can see his eyes. He looked at me all the time like this, very... <laughs> he looked at me without smiling and make face like very angry. And when is his turn, he really start to raise voice. And use the word that really cut on me and make me int- feel me intimidated and really want to get on my nerve to make me angry and give the wrong answers. Oh, I can see. You I mean just totally different from another two person. This lawyer really, really like cut sharp and use the tone of voice and the word, everything. And I was sitting there smiling, <laughs> relaxing. He could not do anything to me. I was restful. I was not angry. I answered everything step by step by the wisdom of God because I learned how to hook up to the Holy Spirit and depend on the Holy Spirit and rest in the Spirit all the time. When the difficult surgery come up, most surgeons will yell and get angry and throw things on the floor. I just pray and, and relax and resolve the problem. 
never jail to the nurse. That's why most nurses, when I say nurses, uh, male nurse and female nurse, all of them, not just female nurse, all of them like me. They like to be in my room because I'm a calm surgeon, just calm, never angry, never get mad because I was restful in the spirit all the time. Can we walk like that every day? Depend on the Holy Spirit, being restful, trusting God. Don't get upset. Don't get mad. Don't get anxious and tired, exhausted and worry all the time. But just trust in God, and let the Holy Spirit lead you step by step, speaking through you, speaking with you, lead you every single day. Should this be our lifestyle? It should be Christian lifestyle. Now you have no excuses to God that I don't know how to do this because I'm teaching you right now. Amen? You need to know the Holy Spirit. You need to know Jesus by the Holy Spirit. You need to rest in the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit help you. Amen? And the Holy Spirit will help you to speak with power. You need to learn how to discern the word that comes from people, whether it's the word from man, the word from evil spirit, or the word from Holy Spirit. The word from evil spirit will always against the Bible and against the character of God. That's why you need to know the Bible. The word from the Holy Spirit will be full of mercy, love, gentleness, faith, kindness, and glorify Jesus and the Father. And bring unity and love among Christians. Not breaking up, not strife, not division, but bring love and unity. Because God is love. God loves to see His children love one another, care for one another. The, but the word from the evil spirit will cause breaking down of unity, fighting, strife, and misunderstanding and anger. Amen? How many people say, I will walk by the Spirit? How many people say, from now on, I will learn how to speak by the Spirit of God? Amen? How many people say, I will learn how to trust in the Holy Spirit and rest in the Holy Spirit? How many people say, my Father, Abba Father, with Him, nothing is impossible. Amen. And I'm going to do this all the days of my life. If you walk into this church with sickness, you may not be healed this Sunday, but I'm going to keep looking at you and say, with God, all things are possible. One of these days, you're going to be healed. I will not give up because my God is a great God. I'm going to believe for you and you should believe for yourself and you should believe for your husband. You should believe for your wife. You should believe for your kids. You're going to walk by faith and believe that with God, all things are possible. Amen? And the Holy Spirit is the one who makes you know that God, the Father, upper Father. Amen? Now you recognize that the Holy Spirit is the most important person in the church. I'm talking about carrying the Holy Spirit around. I got the email this morning. This couple listened to our CD and love our ministry. And this is a comment to her friend. They say that we have gone to church for a long time and 
the worship team try to pump and pump and pump to bring the Holy Spirit into the meeting, but nothing happened. Even 25 minutes, 30 minutes, nothing happened. But we went to this meeting in Chiang Rai. Only the first bang on the guitar, the Holy Spirit came down, and we got drunk already. Just the first, the first voice come out from the worship leader. The Holy Spirit pour on the in the room, and they already filled with the Holy Spirit. It's, I don't think it's about the technique of guitar, but because a lot of people there are filled with the Holy Spirit, they are the container of the fire. So when they all come together in Chiang Rai from all over the country to come to that meeting, the container come with the big water, big tank of water, flow into that room with the first guitar, bang. The Holy Spirit move into the whole room. Should we be like that, all of us? When we come together, the Holy Spirit is moving out of us. Fill up the room. Your Holy Spirit touch me. My Holy Spirit touch you. The Holy Spirit in me touch you. The Holy Spirit in you come out and touch me. We just flowing together like this. The whole room fill with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Is it great? We should go to church with that attitude. Today I'm gonna go and release some water, and I'm gonna receive some water. I release and I receive. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Not release demon though. Release the pure water, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. When we come to revival meeting like this, we are touched by the Spirit. It's a laboratory of learn how to hook up, learn how to yield, learn how to flow, learn how to let Him work in you. It's good laboratory to practice. How to work with the Holy Spirit in this kind of meeting? So when you go out of this room, you learn how to walk with Him, learn how to listen to His voice, be sensitive to Him because you learn in this meeting already. Amen. So this is not just to come and pray and lie down and get touched and just for good feeling. It's not about good feeling. It's about learning how to hook up, to be filled, to hear His voice, and eventually you can go out of this room to walk like Jesus Christ. That is all about revival. Change dead or lukewarm or cold Christians into on fire Christians. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Walk out with the anointing. Life change. And they will walk out of this building like a container of the Holy Spirit. And everywhere they go, the Holy Spirit come out and people get saved. Pop, 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 pop. People life change. Pray for people. Amen. I talked to our ex-member here. This person gonna start a church this week in northeast of Thailand. Simple member in this church. She's not even a leader of a church. She went back to Thailand. She went to the hospital and preached the gospel in the hospital in front of her American husband. And she went to the hospital, regular member, but carry the fire. She prayed for people. People get saved. Demon come out in the hospital, and people heal in the hospital in front of the husband's eyes. Now the husband is melt. Know that Jesus is real. Regular member carry the file of God to the hospital, pray for people, and people get healed. She saved so many people in that city. That church is going to grow. Amen? So tonight you come, touch, change, inside, learn about Holy Spirit, and you go out. Not, you don't go out like this. I'm going to take Holy Spirit, live in this building, and walk out. Just in this room. No, no, no. You walk out with Him. Carry. Oh, inside here, everywhere you go, when you walk in, hmm, the atmosphere changed. What happened here when you walk in? 
you can say because somebody come with me Shekinah glory the Holy Spirit in me bring the glory here when you walk into the room the peace come people get saved people get healed how many people want to walk like that I like to walk like that everywhere I go <laughs> flow out of me amen so this is a revival service is about being filled and walk out to save soul and change life and bring life to the dead people out there Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. How many people are ready to be connected, to be touched, to be filled with the Holy Spirit? How many people want say that I want to be a big container? I want to have a lot of the Holy Spirit in the inside of me. You know, I want to tell you one thing. Don't look down on certain faces here. You say, oh, they're just new believers. Oh, they're, they're nothing. They cannot do much like certain preacher. I tell you, It's not about your great preacher. You look simple, but if you're hungry and you know how to walk by the Holy Spirit, you can go out and perform a lot of signs and wonders. It doesn't have to be a preacher like me. Because you have the right to carry the Holy Spirit as well. Amen. You have to think this way. It's not just a special person like me. Oh, I have a chance to discuss with old Christian in Chiang Rai. They're from another denomination. And I say that I want all of my members to be filled with the Holy Spirit and feel and feel and feel and feel, go out to do great work. And those Christians who are come from another denomination say, no, 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 our pastors say that only special men can do that. Only certain people. I say, where is in the Bible? God say to every Christian, the work that I do, you shall do also, and greater work than this you, you shall do. It's for every Christian. That is a wrong theology. So I say, no way. My member is going to go out and preach the gospel and save soul and heal the sick and cast out demons. They're all going to do it. They're all going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. They're all going to walk out with a great anointing. Shake the city. Shake the, the home. Amen. Not just a special great man. Amen. You can do it. I look at some of you. You think, oh, not me. You will do it. Simple people like you are going to go out and change life, lay hands on people, talk by the Spirit, and people like, oh, not because you're a great speaker, but because you speak by the Spirit, people just melt and save and deliver and become a new person, change the family, change the husband and wife, change the atmosphere. Revival. Revival doesn't happen by one man, by all of you at home. At your workplace, at your neighborhood, Amen. Amen. I'm speaking by the Holy Spirit right now, yes. right now. <laughs> Try to encourage you to do that, Amen. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit really help me, Amen? Amen. Hallelujah! How many people are ready to be used of God? Amen. Amen. And be patient. God gonna give you little by little, so that He will watch your faithfulness. If you're faithful little things, he will add you to you more. Amen. Be patient. Just be faithful to come to church to receive the anointing. Keep coming. Keep learning. Keep using what you have. Go out and help people. Receive. Give out. Receive. Give out. And you're gonna have more. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Who is the hungriest person in this room? The most hungry. <laughs> How many people believe that miracle is going to happen to you tonight? 
some form of miracle gonna happen to you. God gonna perform miracle in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Believe when you come to God. Believe in miracles. Hallelujah. Maybe miracle in your finances, miracle in your family life, miracle in your kids, miracle in your job, miracle in your health. Some miracle gonna happen tonight. Believe it. Amen. Our God is the God of miracle. Hallelujah. Who need the miracle? Come out here first. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, may those who listen to this teaching that were not in this meeting receive the anointing through this teaching as well at home in their car. Give them revelation and understanding regarding the work of the Holy Spirit on the earth in their life, Father. Bless them. Bless everyone who listen to this teaching, Lord. Touch them. Perform miracles in their life, Lord. Bring revival to them, to their family, to their church, Father. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Open your heart. Be hungry. Yield to the Lord. Don't worry about your makeup. Don't worry about your hairstyle. Don't worry about what other people think about you. When God starts to touch you, the key about hook up to the Holy Spirit is yielding. The when He touch you, the more you yield. The more you cooperate, the more you flow with him, the more he will do the job. The more you resist, the more you block him, the more he will walk away. So the key is yielding. When he touch you, you feel crying. Just go ahead and cry. You feel that he want me to make you laugh. Go ahead and laugh. Don't resist. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. But just yield. This is between you and God now. It's not about you and me. It's not about anything else. But it's about you are filled and touched by the Spirit of the Living God. Amen. It's not only for you, but for other people. Because the more Holy Spirit inside you, the more people are going to be blessed through you, by you. Thank you, Jesus. Fill your people. Make them know you more. Holy Spirit, <laughs> we wait for you. <laughs> we wait for you. <laughs> we Fill. wait for you. <laughs> we wait for you, Lord. Touch us, Lord. <laughs> Fill with the fire of the Holy Ghost. We wait for Give you. your people rest. Give your people, Lord, the word to say, the power. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> Fill. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Restoration. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I live to you.